has been paid for by the New World Order. Listen up, you blind slap nut. If I can be serious for a minute. This is the Flex Network. <laughs> this is the Flex Network. Flex on them. Flex on everybody. The real reason I came here tonight is because we are live! We flex on Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all the ages, it is Thursday. That means it is time for some wrestling here on the Flex Network. I am the snowman. You can find me at here. Here where? Oh, yeah. Here at FlexNet underscore PWE for all your wrestling content here on the Flex Network. We are live on Facebook. We are live on Twitter. We are live on YouTube. Thank you for joining us. Uh, guys, it's been a good week. I, I would say a, uh, not a great week, not an awesome week, but it's just been a good week, you know, for wrestling. Uh, of course, with everything going on. Uh, yesterday at DC, well, it feels a little bit chippier now, just a little bit chippier around the parts now. So, but let's get into some wrestling talk, you know, let's get into some wrestling, what's been going on in the world of wrestling. Uh, if you're checking in to the show, you know, drop a comment down below. Uh, we, you know, got a question about what went down in the world of wrestling so let us know uh shots by nathan checking in on twitter it's like yes what is the latest like yeah let's get into this uh so let's get into what has been going on in the world of wrestling we do know that wrestlemania for the next two years not including this year because we know uh what's going on but uh we are having three, we know the next three years of WrestleManias this year uh, switched with L.A. as they graciously allowed them to have a retry for the WrestleMania this past year thanks to COVID. Um, it will be a, it's a nice gesture for L.A. to do that. Um, it is just, you know, nice to say the least that uh, LA was supposed to get the WrestleMania 37 this year. And now they graciously say, Hey, we know we can't have fans right now in the stadiums. And we were supposed to have WrestleMania this year. We'll, we'll let Tampa Bay have it They're Obviously they're allowing to have fans in the stands uh, and we'll let them have a retry. So Tampa Bay will be hosting WrestleMania 37 this year. Uh, it is awesome to say the least. Uh, the, the plan is it's going to be another two night event for 
uh, this year's WrestleMania like it was last year at the warehouse, or sorry, at the Performance Center. Um, it'll be ele- the April 10th and 11th at Raymond James Stadium, and it is supposed to be rumored that there's going to be 25,000 people in attendance for both nights, so 50,000 total for the entire show. Um, and around this time, they're going to start shifting their focus into a soft opening for as a as a test to try to get back on a touring schedule, to say the least. Um, it, it's just great, to say the least, that we're going to see this uh, happening. We're going to see fans at WrestleMania. And hopefully that this is going to somewhat start the trend to get back into WWE going on the road again and whatnot. Now, that's not until April, so we still got several months to go. We still got to get to spring, so we're still middle of winter. Got a little ways to go. Uh, But we do also know that next two years is set in stone. WrestleMania 38 next year, 2022, will be at Dallas. They are, re, uh, again, hosting another WrestleMania. We're going back to Jerry's World at AT&T Stadium. And WrestleMania 39 will be at L.A. Again, the, the gracious switch around with uh, Tampa Bay for this year. Uh, so 2023 will be in Los Angeles as WrestleMania goes Hollywood again. Um, and I, I, I don't know what, you know, everyone's thoughts are going to be about this, about the, I mean, it's great that we know the next three years because normally WrestleMania time, we would hear, you know, the night of WrestleMania generally, Oh, what, what's, where are we going next year? Where's WrestleMania going next year? Uh, and they have this bait, you know, they have a trailer during the, sh- the show, you know, oh, oh, it's, you know, oh, let's see where we're going. Oh, okay, sunny beach, nope, desert, oh, oh, we're, go- we're going to Dallas next year. So we now know for the next two years where WrestleMania is going, uh, Dallas and then back to L.A. to make up for, you know, hopefully by the time we get to uh, WrestleMania. It's going to, or by the time we get to LA and maybe even, maybe even Dallas, I would say by the time we get to Dallas next year, I believe we may have more fans and stands. And I am strongly believing by 2023, by WrestleMania 39, we will have max capacity. Again, we will be back to normal. I would, I would think the way we're going right now. Uh, And speaking of WrestleMania weekend, uh, the Hall of Fame. Yes, the, the Hall of Fame that was, uh, we don't know what is going to happen with right now with uh, this year, last year's class and this year's you know class if they're going to be do, actually doing a in-person showing. But the rumor has it that we're going to do a virtual uh, Hall of Fame induction ceremony without fans. But again, that could change between now and April, so take with a grain of salt. And while we still know that Batista, still know that the NWO, uh, still know that Bulldog, or is yeah, if I remember correctly, for the Hall of Fame 2000, I know it was Batista, 
it was <clears throat> the NWO, uh, X-Pac, Nash, Hall, Hogan, uh, yeah, JBL, yeah, Davy Boy Smith, Jushin Thunder Liger, uh, the Bella Twins, they were supposed to go in last year. So I don't, uh, I, I, I do believe that these guys deserve their day to get the recognition and the admiration from the fans for their, their time and their contributions to the wrestling world. And I, I swear they need to bring that with the fans back. Um, if they do it virtually, I, I just don't see it. Ha- I mean, unless, unless they're doing it like they're doing it now in the Thunderdome where we have, you know, maybe the wrestlers, you know, surround, you know, there, but the fans itself virtually and at, uh, you know, as something to the degree of we can, they can do a mass amount of people virtually to that degree. That would be, you know, in a way to get around the COVID and everything because of, you know, we want to have the wrestlers there to partake in this event, but we don't want to, have a lot of fans of of course so i just don't know what they're gonna do uh we'll find out more as the months go along as we get closer to hall of fame and wrestlemania weekend um wwe nxt signed three wrestlers over the week uh they brought in uh everyone this one person everyone you know has heard of at some point uh priscilla kelly is making her way back uh, she was in the second young or second annual May Young Classic. She has been on AEW. Uh, she's going by um, Gigi Dolan. You know, interesting name. I figured you know, keep Pris- Priscilla Kelly. You know, doesn't. You know, I don't know why, but again, <clears throat> they can do what they want. Uh, other signings: we had Lacey Ryan. Uh, she was a wrestler with future stars wrestling and a former uh future stars of wrestling women's champ she will be going by uh zoe stark and then we got elena black who did a couple matches on aew dark uh and she'll be going by cora jade so a lot of a lot of interesting you know signings coming up for nxt down the road to see who we're going to get on that program um we got a we got a uh, heads up on what is coming up on Dark Side of the Ring, uh, the series on Vice. If you guys remember, they did the you know the Benoit story, the Owen Hart tragedy, uh, Dark Side of the Ring. So that that's a very interesting story to say you know stories that they do in the ring uh, with bringing. T- light to a lot of these tragic events and everything that went into, you know, what uh, wrestling is about with, you know, the stories, you know, the bat, you know, the, the very dark times of wrestling. Uh, we know what they're going to be doing for season three. And they, this, this is a lineup guys. Uh, we got to start off. They're going to do Brian Pillman, flying Brian Pillman. They're going to do that story. And wow, that's just going to be wow. 
very interesting to say the least. Uh, they're going to do FMW Front Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling. Okay, never. I mean, I did never heard of that, but uh, XPW Extreme Pro Wrestling. Now, if you have heard of this, or if you've never heard of this, uh, you kind of saw a little bit of it. If you saw the New Jack uh, story on Dark Side of the Ring, he the, you saw a little bit because it involved the scaffold match with him and New with New Jack and Vic Grimes in O2, where you just you know New Jack, bum, you know stun gun, bon voyage, tossed him off the scaffolding and that just calamity of tables the ropes almost killing him yeah that's gonna be very interesting to say the least um nick gage is gonna be one uh wcw and new japan pro wrestling collision in korea the 1995 that's gonna be an interesting story to say the least um with WCW and New Japan Pro Wrestling doing uh, an event in Korea back in 95. It's going to be very interesting to see what they're going to do with that or the stories with that. Uh, the Smith family, uh, Grizzly Smith, Sam Houston, Rockin' Robin, and Jake the Snake Roberts. This That'll be a good one right there. And then Iron Karuchu, a.k.a. Bruiser Bedlam, Johnny K9. That should be. Uh, I don't think I've heard of them as much, but should be good. To, you know, good stories right there uh, for their for the dark side of the ring. So get, get your popcorn ready, guys. That's gonna be good to see right there on Vice uh, to see some very dark stuff and you know maybe know some more stuff. Uh, I feel like. Again, with the Chris Benoit, we all thought we knew, everyone knew a majority of, you know, what had happened. Benoit had his brain scrambled, did the, you know, the, you know, killing of his son, wife, himself. And, you know, we find out later, oh, his brains were scrambled up the yin-yang and it was like, okay, uh, but we got more information. We got the story and everything that led up to it and, you know, his career and even woman and everything. It was just, wow, you would never thought of this stuff. But yeah, it's just so interesting. But go and check that out. You guys can go check that on Vice uh, or like how I found out was or watch, just watching it was on. Just go watch on YouTube. It's there. But. Yeah, Dark Side of the Ring coming up for Season 3 for their topics. Should be fun to watch. Um, and that is pretty much the news for this week. So let's get into the uh, episode, you know, the show recaps this week. Um, we're actually going to get straight into it. So let's head on over to SmackDown for a little bit. And, of course, you know the... You know how we do this. Uh, this is the spoiler alert. So if you've not watched any Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Impact, whatever, be forewarned because you know when you hear the, the, the sound, woo! that means it's spoiler alert. So that means you might want to plug ears. 
Because we're going to talk what went down this week on SmackDown. Again, we're going to talk SmackDown. Uh, So let's get into it. With uh, SmackDown this week was interesting to say the least with uh, not a whole lot. I mean, again, uh, good matches. I mean, a great match out of... uh, in the middle of the middle of the card, which was near the end, was awesome. Uh, we got the contract signing with Roman and Pierce for the Royal Rumble. We're gonna talk about that in a short little bit. And Bailey has a talk show. Oh, good morning. This should be good. All right, but let's get into SmackDown. Uh, Shinsuke got his, you know, reverted back to his old theme. You guys, he, you know, he's back to his old uh, uh, entrance. Not the uh, one with the lyrics and everything. If I can remember the name off the top of my head without having to go look at iTunes for like two seconds. It, I mean, it was Rising Sun. I want to say that. But knowing my luck, I'm probably having to look that up on my iTunes because I have both versions. But anyhow, uh, Shinsuke taking on Jey Uso one-on-one. Uh, it was a good match out of both these guys. You know, to say the least, uh, with everything going on with Jay and I actually and Jay and Shinsuke last week with the uh, gauntlet match, them costing Shinsuke and Shinsuke kind of not liking how it went down, how he was the last person before Pierce. And they just attacked him, taking taking him out of the match and basically just screwing over his chance at Royal Rumble. Now. I I will admit that the show that the match was good and everything that went into the whole story with everything going on right now with Jay Shinsuke and everything I liked it it was real good uh, so unfortunately for Jay this week he does not pick up the victory uh, Shinsuke wins his match and gets a little bit of payback over somewhat of the I, the uh, dynasty, the Samoan dynasty right now with Roman and Jay. Uh, and yeah, unfortunately, I'm looking up what the name of Shinsuke's uh, theme was before he switched it. And it, I knew I was going to do that. I knew I was going to be searching for it to because it, it's one of those things where you remember but you don't remember and. You have it, yeah. So his old, his recent one was "Shadows of Setting Sun," um, of a setting sun, and his old one was "The Rising Sun." I knew it was "The Rising Sun." I, I, I had it right, unfortunately for me, but yeah, he switched themes, and it's a welcome commodity now. And you're thinking, okay, maybe they're gonna switch up Shinsuke now. They're gonna maybe give him. An opportunity for a title run soon, or at least do something with you know Cesaro and Shinsuke should be good. Um, women's matchup: we had Natalia taking on Liv Morgan. Uh, I'm actually liking what's going on in the Riot Squad right now, the two women group, and with Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce, this whole thing be with. Peyton and actually no, not Peyton. Peyton Royce is on Raw. I'm thinking, uh, 
Billy Kay. Sorry, Billy Kay. Billy Kay trying to find a team to join. I mean, I feel like she's been a lost soul on SmackDown since they had to split up the the Iconics. I feel like it's been a lost cause for her. I mean, yeah, she. I feel like she's that popular girl that her best friend just moved away. And now she's trying to find her identity besides being the popular girl and, or the snooty girls. She's just trying to find her identity and trying to join, you know, getting that click again. And what she is, you know, obviously jumped over to is the the punks, the 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 riot squad, essentially, just trying to find that groove again to where uh she feels like she's part of a team again. And while it kind of looks weird on paper to have Billy Kay, Liv Morgan, Ruby Riot as the new riot squad, I think given a little bit more time and hopefully a, a degree of you know what maybe if she's here if uh if Pate or sorry uh if billy is serious like she is a hundred percent serious into this she wants to join the riot squad you know me and you know live and uh ruby there's got to be that turning point like, okay, you know what? She's serious about this. Let's make her a full, you know, a full-fledged member for the Riot Squad. And I truly believe that we're going to get that soon to where it's not going to be, you know, while Sarah Morgan is, you know, gone, you know, right now because she's pregnant uh, and no longer, you know, with the company because she got, you know, released. But I think maybe the this 2.0 of Riot Squad with uh, Ruby, Liv, and Billy can work on a, in a strange universe. But gotta see where you know if they're gonna accept her because if they're not gonna accept her, then it's gonna be a lost cause. And unfortunately, there's not a whole lot of other teams on SmackDown that could fit the bill with Billy. Unfortunately, because her best friend is off on Raw and somewhat, I don't know if they're still in limbo with uh, with uh, Peyton Royce and uh, Lacey Evans. Uh, you know, what's, what's Lacey doing, you know, with Flair and if they're still buddy buddies and tag team and everything? We don't know. It's all a jumbled mess over on Raw. But again, a lot of things could be still up in the air. Up in the air. I mean, it's WrestleMania. We're getting into the WrestleMania season. Once we hit, once Royal Rumble's here, it's WrestleMania season. A lot of things are going to get pushed forward. A lot of things are going to get on a fast pace as we get to WrestleMania. And even once we get to WrestleMania, it'll be okay. We're see, closing the book on whatever happened between now and Rumble. We're and everything from the last year. We're starting anew. So. Yeah, we got a lot, a lot of time to get there. Uh, Natalia beating Liv Morgan, and I'll even say again, Billy Kay trying to pull off the the punk, you know, the punk rock look, kind of worked. You know, t truth be told, you know, for weeks, you know, dressing like you know the the 
pretty girl and everything, but switching up the gear and everything to, you know, be like, a, you know, coming out in that uh, punk rock kind of vibe. I actually was kind of impressed with that. It's like, you know what? As much as she's trying to be part of Riot Squad and how she's trying to, you know, she's got dressed in the part and everything, it kind of fits a little bit. I mean, to a point. But uh, moving on, uh, Corbin taking on Rey Mysterio. Uh, King Corbin picking up the victory over Rey Mysterio. Uh, Cesaro and Daniel Bryan. Now, this was, I would say, match of the night material. Uh, and I don't give out, you know, I don't call out matches, you know, matches of the night a lot. This was a wrestling match. This was a two men who can go, who can be technical, who can be submission, you know, do submissions and give us a great wrestling match. And I think that these two should have a series. I mean, you put a title on either one of these guys. If you put a title on Cesaro, put a title on Dan Bryan, make them go at it in a series. I will guarantee you that this is going to be matches you want to tune in. If it's on SmackDown, if it's on Raw, if it's on a pay-per-view, you are buying the ticket to go and watch Cesaro and Daniel Bryan face off because these guys, good God, best match of SmackDown last several weeks heck even the last several months best match i've seen uh cesaro picking up the victory over daniel bryan and then main event uh apollo cruz beating Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn, of course still trying to do the whole you know there's a conspiracy against me guys there's a conspiracy conspiracy i'm documenting everything uh, but we did get the contract signed for uh, Royal Rumble. It will be a last man standing match for the Universal title. It will be Roman Reigns versus Adam. And no. Uh, I liked how, again, the, there was a feel that last week and everything going into uh, with the gauntlet match and then afterwards, even on Raw a little bit, that Adam Pierce versus Roman Reigns, okay, not sh not fully buying it, but okay, and you know, of course, finding you know, going back in history, it's like okay, Adam Pierce can wrestle. He's a former NWA World Champion. He can go. He can wrestle. So maybe by and large, we can possibly see a good match out of this. And then throughout the night, you know, oh, you know, Roman wants you know to. Make this a no disqualification match. Sign it. Okay. Whatever. Roman's like, nope, I don't want a no DQ match because it, 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 I feel like it would give the, it, I want to give you guys hope. I want to give you hope, Adam. But I feel like this needs to be a last man standing match. And signs it. It's like, okay, I'll sign in the ring. Well, they both, they signed in the ring and, Adam, of course, is like, not like, well, scared, more like, I've been waiting for you to sign this all night. Management say, management who I, who I scammed into getting into the gauntlet match and then giving him the win, win so I can beat him easily at the Royal Rumble, say, what? That was, that was a great 
swerve right there, to say the least. You know, thinking, okay, Adam Pierce is going to be that management, be like, okay, you know what? Ugh, fine, I'll do it. But turned it around, be like, I was, I've been waiting for you to sign this all night. Instead, you know, like with confidence, with with bravado. And then, of course, the technical difficulties with the mic kind of brought down the mood a little, brought it down a, a lot because I what we're hearing is that Vince was pissed, was livid that the mic kept cutting in and out, that there was problems with the mic, and every the payday for this whole thing went flat because of the microphone, which was sad because afterwards, you know, Adams, you know, walk up the ramp and Roman's still like sitting there. Actually, Paul Heyman, Roman and Jay are still like, what the heck did he just say? What did he just do? Was he, was he playing us? Did we just kind of set ourselves up for something bad? And then he gets, oh, trips and is like, I'm not going to be medically cleared. I haven't, you know, it's, a, you know, those old injuries, you know, trick knee and everything. You know, I'm not going to be medically cleared, but I can't. But you do, you know, Roman, you know, and Paul, you know, W contracts, it's subject change. And he named a suitable replacement in the name of Kevin Owens. So we now know Kevin Owens is going to face Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble, Universal titles on the line, in a last man standing match, which is going to be awesome. Uh, and then, of course, the other, the only other bad part, the only bad, really bad part about SmackDown this week was Bailey having a talk show. Ding dong, hello. It's like, Oh God! Uh, I don't even want want to describe this to you guys, but it's it's one of those things where you need to watch. Go on YouTube. Go heck, you even go on Twitter and you know find out what happened with Bailey this week. You know, having a talk show. You know, ding dong, hello, which was. I I got nothing for this. I mean, Matt, can you can you help me with this one? What the f Exactly. That's all I felt with see, Bailey having the talk show. I mean, she pulled it off well, but you didn't expect it. Just one of those things where really we have Bliss who has a talk show. We have uh we've had Bliss, we've had uh Jericho, Piper, you know, all these, you know, Carlito. I mean, there have been so many talk shows on Raw, and it's like, okay, we don't need another, guys. I mean, Bliss now has, you know, went from uh, talking with Bliss, a moment of Bliss, to now having a playground with The Fiend and everything, but it's just getting crazy. But we do know that next week, or sorry, tomorrow night, B Bailey and Bianca will do an obstacle course challenge uh, thanks to the talk show. And that was SmackDown for the week. Uh, let's head over to Raw. Talk about what went over on the red, on the red show, on the red brand. A uh, cool, little bit. Raw was kind of ugh, flat for me, to say the least. I mean, 
the realistically the only highlight for me was Randy Orton and may actually the main event Alexa Bliss and the loss in Oscar, but no real no real standouts to say the least. Um Raw's just been, I feel like, for a while, for a while been flat to say the least. But again, I think once we get into rumble season or WrestleMania season, things will pick up. Uh, so let's just run down. Uh, Charlotte taking on Peyton Royce in one-on-one action. Uh, Flair or Ric Flair showing up with Lacey in one of her one of his robes, just trying to distract Charlotte. Still haven't seen why the the connection of why they're putting Lacey with Rick and Rick against his daughter and everything's like I still haven't seen the reasoning why. Give me the reason why you're doing this. And I can try to, you know, get behind it. But until then, I'm just as confused as everyone else. Uh, but Charlotte picks up the victory over Peyton. One-on-one uh, <clears throat> -on -one action with Retributions. Uh, Mace taking on the New Days. Xavier Woods. Mace picking up the victory against Xavier. Uh, women's matchup. We had Shayna. Taking Shayna Baszler taking on Mandy Rose, another edition of just these two class uh, teams clashing. Hold on one sec. Yeah, bless me. Uh, just these two teams clashing and then sparring off one on one matches with each other, and it's just like okay, I'm getting bored of that. Uh, Shayna Baszler beating Mandy Rose via tap out. Uh, AJ Styles taking on Ricochet. Uh, and actually, you know what? I want to retract my statement from earlier about robbing flat. The fact that AJ Styles was able to hang Ricochet off out to dry for him to bounce off the rope, AJ catches him and puts it straight into it into Styles Clash. That was just beautiful. That was awesome to say the least it was freaking awesome to go and see that moment on raw it was awesome highly recommend you check that out you'll be like what the heck he damn he caught him straight out of the air for that i mean yeah he went to hang him out to dry boing catch styles clash bam uh, but yeah, AJ Styles picks up the victory. Hurt Business taking on R Matt Riddle and the Lucha House Party in six-man action. And surprisingly, there is, seems to be cracks showing in the Hurt Business stemming from Cedric Alexander. I mean, he, I feel like he's getting the the feeling like he, he's getting too big for his britches moments where he feels like he needs to be the center of attention. And... If he doesn't, he's just going to be pouty and pouting and everything galore to you know get his way. He's like that ad, that child with an attitude. Um, it, 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 I need to do it my way, or or I'm gonna whine and cry and be pissy. So, uh, but again, they pick up the victory in the six man tag action. Uh, Jeff Hardy taking on Jackson Ryder. Uh, Unfortunately for Jackson, he loses via disqualification. 
And then Alexa Bliss taking on Asuka. And this has been the first time in a while we've seen Alexa in the ring for months now. I would say very, I would say months on. It's been a while. And for Alexa to go from this playful, you know, like acting like a little girl, you know, jumping around and, you know, being happy and everything during the match, facing Asuka, the Raw Women's Champion and one half of the Women's Tag Champs, to suddenly lights switch, lights go out, and we get serious bliss in black and ready to go and be like just stone cold like locked in to beat Asuka, the women's champ. Now that was a great story feel right there to where maybe we'll we can see Alexa Bliss win and get a shot at the Raw Women's title, maybe at Royal Rumble. She did beat the Raw Women's Champion. So maybe this will put her in the title picture or to even further for the Royal Rumble. I mean, we're getting closer. So who I don't know who will be the, the odds-on favorite to win the Royal Rumble this year. The women, it's always up for grabs, to say the least. So. Uh, that was raw, uh, in essence, right there. Uh, Randy Orton, again, he's selling right now. He's selling, getting burned in the face pretty hard, and now he looks like some trying to be a Cody Rhodes. He got disfigured, uh, with a mask on, kind of like feel like he had just this creepy feel, and. I love how he's committed and how he's trying to keep everything going on with him between him and the fiend. And I can't wait to see what that's going to happen. This is going to be good. Um, we'll quickly run down. Uh, we had actually had hard to kill TNA's uh hard, or sorry, impact wrestling's hard to kill. And the big, big, main event out of that one, uh, Kenny Omega, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Bully Club for life. Wearing Bullet Club, not hiding it, just parading around in Bullet Club gear, uh, taking on the Impact World Champ, Rich Swan, Chris Sabin, and Moose, uh, the TNA World Heavyweight Champion. And it was awesome matchup right there. Uh, you had the AEW World Champ, the the Impact Tag Champs taking on the current Impact World Champion and the TNT World Champion. Um, K Omega hits one wing angel and he pins the Impact World Champion. That was the real talk of the town over the weekend for Impact. Um, and this opens up a lot, uh, a big possibility that we're going to see. Omega versus Swan in the future for the Impact World title. I I feel like this is going to happen, and we're probably going to get a title switch where Rich loses it to A to AEW. I, I f just have that feeling that that's what's going to happen. And then, of course, we had Barbed Wire Massacre. Now, I would not call it Barbed Wire Massacre. 
truth be told, I would call this maybe the orange house, uh, orange clock. Shoot, I cannot think of Ravens. Uh, uh, Ravens uh, matchup, the orange clockwork house of fun match. Kind of feel it. It, it kind of had to feel like that. Uh, actually, I. Uh, do 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 do. I have it right here in front of me now. I have to like find it now. There's no holds barred match. Uh, like I, it's like you. Come on, you cannot tell me that. Ugh, I feel like I have to sneeze again. Um. Oh, yeah, the Clockwork Orange House of Fun match just wrapped in barbed wire. That's what it kind of felt like more to me because if you've really watched a, a, the first ever, actually the first two ever, Barbed Wire Massacre at Impact slash TNA, TNA slash Impact, you know that the ring ropes, gone. Instead, it's barbed wire ropes just surrounded the ring you know with barbed wire bat barbed wire chair barbed wire boards like you couldn't pick up anything without it being wrapped in barbed wire and literally a no ropes barbed wire match this i would say was a house of an orange a house of fun barbed wire match not barbed wire massacre because if it was barbed wire massacre, you would have the ropes be that was weird. I think I said the fiend's name somewhere, but <laughs> but you would have it as a no ropes barbed wire massacre. That would be the a true barbed wire massacre, but still barbed wire side cage. Uh, tables, bats, literally chairs, just boards, craziness right there on its own. It was bloody. It was vicious. Uh, Eddie Edwards take on Sammy Callahan, and they ended their rivalry, I would think, uh, with Eddie hitting the Boston knee party on Sammy Callahan with the chair and then hitting uh, Emerald F uh, Flosion on, with the, on a barbed wire chair. So. Hopefully that is the end of this sick and twisted rivalry that these two have been putting each other through for years. Um, and then I think that was pretty much like the the big moments for me for uh, Hard to Kill over the weekend. Uh, Impact this week was kind of funny, to say the least. You had AEW's private party taking on Chris Saban, James Storm, TNA, you know, TNA Originals for opportunity for number one contenders, uh, opportunity for the Impact World Titles, tag team titles. And you had Tony Khan and former X Division champion Jerry Lynn, who's now with AEW, chilling at ringside and interfering. And helping Private Party beat Saban and James Storm to get number one contenders 
opportunities for the tag team titles for the impact tag titles at North North no surrender in February is just going to be, this is crazy to say the least that AEW and impact doing, you know, business dealings together and we're getting impact coming over to, to AEW and vice versa. And we're now having matches. Hope, you know, possibly even title switches over it should be it's just crazy and i've said this before a couple shows ago where where i would think that t- a and aw would just buy should just buy impact and bring their talent full-fledged over here again take it for what you were what's worth you can go back and check out my rant I've had up about that, uh, but that's just my opinion on you know AEW should buy Impact and and that entire thing right there. Uh, but moving on to something else that was kind of funny, I find that uh, Ty Valkyrie uh, apparently is leaving. She's out of TNA, and how they're getting how they ended up getting rid of her, you know, saying that you know putting her as you know she killed johnny uh her soon you know soon to be husband and everything that way into the wedding and everything was just crazy but as she's being let you know get taken out and arrested you know by bad dressed cops you had tommy dreamer just just coming up with this little pun where are they taking her She's lucky she'll go to Jacksonville State Prison, but for what she did, and she's not that lucky, I think they're going to send her to uh, Stanford Maximum Penitentiary for two years, maybe an option for three, and trust me, that'll change a person's soul forever. I hope they don't send her to Baltimore. Oh, oh my God. That's that's just so much burn right there. Unfortunately for her, that might be true. That she could go to AEW, aka Jackson State Pen, you know, State Penitentiary, or go to Stanford Maximum Security for two, maybe a third, for a third year option. It's like, really? I, I I applaud them for that pun. It was just so good. But yeah, that was a and or sorry, that was Impact for the week and talking about Roth quickly a little bit or. I'm scatterbrained right now, to say the least. Uh, let's head on over to NXT, talk a little bit about what went down this week. We had a lot of Dusty Cup action for the men and the women. Uh, Kushida and Leon Ruff t- beating uh, Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory the way. Uh, and moving on in the, t- in the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. That was a great matchup right there. Uh, Karrion Cross beating Ashante Three Adonis uh, and knocking out that tag team from the tournament. Unfortunately for them, uh, we had Lucha House Party beat Imperium. How the heck did that happen? Surprisingly, the 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 two most dominant tag team. Two men in the most dominant faction right now, besides um, over in UK, besides Undisputed Era, Imperium. They lose to Lucha House Party. 
I I did not see that coming. But to know that Lucha House Party now has to go up against Legardo Dan Fantasma in the second round, that kind of might bring him down a little bit, just to say. But yeah, that was the shock of the first round. I would say that was the shock of the first round. Uh, Imperium's out of the tag team tournament. Uh, first round women's tag team tournament in the Dusty Rhodes uh, Classic. Uh, Kane Carter, Casey Katznero beating Storm and Mercedes. Uh, wow. Good, best way to kick off the women's tag title or tag team classic uh, in style. Uh, only what two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, four, eight, twelve. Yeah, sixteen. There's only sixteen teams. Uh, only a quarterfinal, only a quarterfinal, semifinal style tournament. So what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight matches. Eight matches in the tournament. Uh, for the first round. But still, a lot of good teams in this tournament. Uh, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, Bronson Reed making his return, beating Tyler Rust in one-on-one action. And then the fight pit, Timothy Thatcher beating Tommaso Ciampa uh, with the muffler, muffler stretch uh, with thanks to a little help from the cage. And he beats... The Psycho Killer. Wow. It was an awesome match. Go and check. Re-go and check that out. Uh, but updated bracket for the tag team tournament. We know that Breezango is out losing the Undisputed Era. They're waiting on uh, the team of the or the final of the match, the end of the match between uh, Davare and Tony Nice and, versus since uh, the... Uh, Ashante Afiadonis and Desmond Troy are out. Uh, Champa and Thatcher are going to be in the tournament in the first round. So they will be facing off against Davari and Tony Nice in that first one of the fa- one of the fir- last first round matchups in the tournament. Uh, they will move on. Winner of that will meet other spirit era. And then we have Kushida and Leon Ruff, who ups, who beat The Way, taking on Grizzled Young Vets in the second round, who beat uh, Everrise. Uh, we have MSK, who beat Jake Atlas and Sor- Isaiah Sorf Scott, taking on Drake Maverick and Killian Dane in the second round, uh, as they beat Austin Gray and Kurt Stallion. And then Lucha House Party will meet Legardo Dan Fantasma after... House Party beat Imperium and Phantasma beat the Bollywood Boys. That is going to be a great second round matchup action right there in the men's side of the tournament. And then we in the women's side, we know what the bracket looks like. We're going to have Cora Jade and Gia or Gigi Dolan, the two new recruits for NXT, uh, taking on Cancel Ray and Indy Hartwell, the way in a first round matchup. Uh, Ember Moon, Shotzi Blackheart taking on Maria Schiffer and Zoe Stark in the first round action. Uh, Aaliyah and Jesse Kamara, Camella taking on Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez in a first round matchup. And that 
The winner of that match will meet Casey Katznero and Caden Carter in the semifinals. So, a lot of action still to go in the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Tournaments. Uh, let's head on over to Dynamite to close out the show before we head on out of here for the week. Uh, the Dark Order taking on Chaos Project and TH2 in six-man tag team action. Uh, we thought we are going to get Hangman Page to join uh, Dark Order, but he's still feeling the burn from the last time he was in the group, so he unfortunately declined to join the Dark Order, which sucked. Uh, Cody defeating Peter Avion uh, in one-on-one -on -one action. Moxley beating Nick Komotoro in one-on-one -on -one action. Uh, Private Party and Matt Hardy beating Top Flight and Matt Seidel in six-man action. Uh, Penelope Ford and Leah Hirushi. Hirush, I want to say. I cannot say it. I butcher names. That's my gimmick. Yeah. Uh, and women's action. And then main event, we had Jericho and MJF taking on Sammy Guevara, Jake Hager, and Santana and Ortiz in the Inner Circle Tag Team uh, Challenge. The winning team will be the ones going for the AEW World Tag Team titles. And it's going to be Jericho and MJF. That should be fun. Um, And I know that a lot of people don't like to say this a lot about Dynamite, but I think this week's Dynamite was just... Ugh. Compared to NXT, to say the least, Dynamite was ugh, kind of bland as, as much as I don't want to say it, but I think it was just kind of blah for the week. But again, it happens sometimes. Some days you're off, some days you're on. And I guess this week was not a good week, or it was not, it was an okay week. But uh, we do know that there is going to be an AEW women's. Uh, eliminator tournament, a 16 women tournament to determine a no new number one contender for the women's title. Uh, we don't know who's in the tournament yet. That's still up in the air. And then, of course, we do know next month at AEW Revolution, we have a match signed. It will be tag team action with Sting and TNT champion Darby Allen taking on Team Taz's Brian Cage and Ricky Starks, Starks in a street fight. That is going to be one brutal battle right there. But I think that is going to be it for me, guys. I have got nothing left in the tank for you guys this week. Yeah, I think I, I've pretty much covered a lot of stuff this week. Uh, so I'm going to, you know, we're going to get through the house clean that we need to get through. So make sure you guys are liking and following the Flex Network here on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. Just search for us at underscore Fle or FlexNet underscore PW Elite uh, for your wrestling content. And then, of course, you should be following us on also for your fantasy football and football content. You should be following us on Twitter also at FlexNetwork1. Uh, we are all over on podcasts. So if we're not somewhere where you listen to podcasts, let us know. We'll get there and we will continue to provide 
great content for you guys. Uh, we're also on YouTube. Just search Flex uh, Flex Network and Flex Network Wrestling for your for your football and wrestling content. Two separate accounts right there. Just make sure. Uh, but yeah, that is gonna be it for me, guys. Uh, I will be back on this show uh, next Thursday for another edition for the Wrestling Week Review as we are heading towards Royal Rumble. It'll be the last. It'll be the last one before we hit the Rumble. Uh, should be great. And then, of course, next Wednesday will be. I will be back on these airwaves on the Flex Network, uh, talking uh, AFC and NFC Championship football with you guys with my brothers, uh, Cam, or yeah, Cowboy Cam and Flex Mike, uh, and getting you guys ready for Super Bowl. But. That is gonna be it for me, guys. Uh, I literally, I'm I'm rolling on out of here. So, uh, thank you guys for checking out the show this week. I am Snowman, and I will catch you guys next week. Peace out. This has been the Pro Wrestling Weekend Review Show. You got some fellow Canadians, but when you're from Calgary. Where's that? Alberta, Canada. A one-way first-class ticket to Larryland. What is it with you folks coming to Florida, stay in your own country? This is the Flex Network. <laughs> this is the Flex Network. Flex on them. Flex on everybody. Proceeding announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Well, you're welcome, Jurassic Slapass.